Um, go to accounts and settings. <laughs> hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Reed Clinic. <laughs> there, uh, I was just trying to figure out how to open a Finsta. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's for the Reed Clinic. It's not for anything else. <laughs> so it's your girl, DJ Narg. What's going on? This is Red here. What's up? This is Anu. How's it going? It's Carolina here, guys. How are you doing? I feel the squeedos. I swear to God, I felt one on my forehead. Oh my God. I'm like. No, the windows so are closed in here and the fan is. Maybe we should put the fan on high <coughs> or medium. They'll keep them away. I don't, I don't think I don't think so. I, I think, think that will probably gonna help. Be, I think of. I don't know. I'm covering, know, my, I'm covering my ankles. They love my ankles. The squeedos. Like <laughs> <laughs> Pretending to be some sort of like witchcraft or something. Like this. <coughs> squeedos. Yo, the most witchy, crafty thing ever is that people burn sage to get like evil spirits out of their house, right? That's like a thing, right? So um, I can't go to places where people have burned sage because it makes my head hurt wildly. I really hate the smell of sage. I hate it <laughs> so bad. What is the benefit of it? I've heard of it. I, I don't, don't know. It's supposed to like anything. scare away like witches and demons. I'd be walking sage? into places, yeah, that are sage, and I'm like, it smells like shit in here. Exactly. That's I want to get the fuck out of here. That's why those, like, those fucking evil spirits be leaving. You know, because it, so it smells funny. like shit in here. Get out. Get out. Like, I don't no i can't i can't i know but i like i feel like people really like the whole witch thing until they actually meet one or they're around one and then they get mad scared (laughs) and then they're super shook and you're like i didn't choose to be like this and they're like what about the guy that we went to and umber he's at next or umber's at next to him and was like and he's like oh no she has stuff. <laughs> I was to like, you? yeah. Wait, where was this? It's some weird. I don't know. It's I don't a guy. It's a guy in no, Brooklyn. But like, oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't it's like a guy in Brooklyn. He's like super religious, and he can like see, you know. Okay. And we went to go see him, and like, it's not just him. It's like every psychic I've ever been to, every person who says they could see. The way that I can tell who's real and who's not in terms of like psychics or whatever is that the ones who are real, they all say the same thing. They're like, do you see that gigantic black thing standing behind you? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, I can see it. It's scaring the shit out of me. But like he saw it and he wanted me to leave it outside. You know, he didn't want it in his house. Yep. I didn't even know how to react to that. Like if somebody said that to me. He said it was terrifying. He what said it was terrifying. No, and I even <laughs> told him. No, but I even said to him, listen, I even said to him, I was like, I don't know what to do. And he goes, just go outside and say, please stay out here. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, you want me to go talk to the air? Like, this is so crazy. And, but I went outside and I was like, like, I'm so stupid though. Cause like, I had you seen. Just did it. No, but, like, I had seen, I had had, like, a very, very, very strong vision. And there's such a difference between dreaming and vision. And and I had seen, I think, the thing that they say they see. And I really liked it. <laughs> like, I was attracted to it. Right? <laughs> so I'm, like, sick. So I can't, like, just, like, I was like, yo, Holmes. <laughs> 
Can you just like chill outside? You're not on the list. No, (laughs) no, but I wasn't like, oh, you know, you can't go. I was just like, hey, yo, is it okay if you just chill out here? Like, don't get mad, but I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't bring you in, you know? Yeah. But like, I don't know. It was weird because like a couple of times, like one of the things he said to me, he was like, yo, you like say like for this thing to like do shit and then it does shit. And I was like, no. And he goes, he looked at me. He was like, what happened last week? And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was driving with this girl and she wanted to leave me in Stuyvesant Town at 4 a.m. And she was being a real bitch and she didn't want to drive me home. And she was like close to the Holland Tunnel and she didn't want to just say, I'm close to the Holland. I don't feel like driving you all the way uptown right. before I go to Jersey. So instead, she just kept sitting there smoking a blunt while the cops kept dro- driving by. And I was like, yo, we're going to get caught. Like, you're you crazy. Are. I was like, it's just like calling for attention. I was like, yo, the move mouth. the car. Yeah. You joking? I'm like, move the car. Move the car. She goes, oh, I can't figure out how to do the navigation. I was like, it doesn't matter. Just move the car. She goes, I can't figure out. And I was like, oh my God, just say you don't want to drive me. Fuck it. So I got out of the car and I was so mad. I was so mad. And I was walking and I had this like thought. You sicked it on her. No, I just, <laughs> I had this very distinct thought that there was something very big and very heavy walking next to me. And, and it was pissed. Like it was ready to go. It was mad. <laughs> and I was just like, you know... That bitch really should get what she deserves. What happened? Not mm-hmm. 30 seconds later, my fucking phone goes off. Two texts at once. Oh, the my God. No, no, no. Oh, my God. I can't believe what happened. I'm on the corner of 23rd and 2nd. Both my front tires just blew out. Will you come help me? Like, yo, I just got on the train. I can't. I, that's what I said. I was like, I just got in a cab. <laughs> Sorry. But I was like, but this dude, he called me out. He was like, what happened last week? So I told him and I was like. But that was just coincidence. And he was like, no, you felt that thing. Like, you felt it You felt it next to you. Like, you feel it. And I was like, no, yes, but, like, you know, like, it can do what it wants. And he was like, no, no, no. Like, he said that in front of him. He was yeah. like, don't get it twisted. He was like, whatever you ask it to do, the karma is yours. And I was like, and I swear to God, my response was so shady. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, ew, like, well, what the hell then? Like, like, oh my god, what's the point? Like, I don't get it. But yeah, but like that thing, apparently, like even people, they'll be here and they're, they don't have the best intentions and they'll see it walking around in the other room and they'll just come out and say it. The Dominican girls will just say it. They're like, yo, Holmes, there's some like big, huge black thing walking around in the other room. And you're like, what? What are you saying? And they're like, yeah, I saw it. You're like, you need to leave it. Have yes. the Bye. Yeah. <laughs> because nobody else can see it. It's better than a camera. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, that's kind of, I don't know. I think, it, I don't know. It's funny because you had mentioned the story before and I think it was yesterday that I was here. She went to shower. And then you start thinking, you're like, ooh, what if I see something? And I'm like, I see it. I see it. I see it. I'm <laughs> No, but everyone who is here right now, we don't have those type of intentions. You have been yeah. surrounded by certain people in your life who have right. had those intentions. And it's not like it's funny because you grew up with her. I met her. 
when I met her brother. So, like, we have a different type of, like, you guys definitely have a different type of relationship because you grew up together. We have a different type of relationship. But the relationships that we have with her aren't of ill intent. Yeah. Of course. And they're actually very similar. Right. Like, if you guys, like, look at you guys, like, you guys are not very different. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, when it comes down to your core values, it's just very fucking similar. And I think that's why, like, you know, friendships last is when you have the same core values and the same thought process mm-hmm. of how to handle situations then yeah. you know okay if i say i need to go get this person because they fucked me over you next to me is going to be like yep let's go do it yeah yeah, yeah like you yeah, know yeah, yeah. not like oh no that's not a good idea like you know like they yeah. know they're with you regardless of i mean especially like yeah you two are cardinal signs i'm a cardinal rising like there's a lot of cardinal energy in this room there's right. a lot of get shit done true true yes. true you know true. like I don't think that anyone that likes to get shit done, like, it's very rare that you meet people who are about their shit, no, she doesn't, um, that have ill intention. It's very rare. When you meet people who are True. about their shit and they have ill intentions, they're fucking psychopathic. True. Right. True. When they're just about their shit, right. people are usually pretty benign. Right. Because they're too busy with yeah. their own yeah. shit to be right. thinking just, up some fucking yeah. Shakespearean <laughs> yep. tragedy yep. for yep. somebody yep. else. Yeah, I'd you rather, know. I rather. My thing is, I'd rather use that time for me. Yes, <laughs> like you know, I don't have time for the plots and the twists. <laughs> right, please with the plot twists already. Go fucking live your life. Do something with yourself. But my God, exactly. get a job, man. Seriously. But it's you know, sad because there's a lot of people out there that want the plot t- twist. Oh, their yeah. whole life is the fucking plot, plot twist. twist. I'm right. living it. Sometimes I feel like when I'm speaking to certain people, this person is legitimately thinking of a movie script. They're loving every fucking yeah, second like, of it. Like, no, and I'm just like, no, <laughs> but like, wait, but I don't drive. I what know. does that mean? <laughs> I know. Carolina, it's a novella shit. Yeah. Like, it's indulgent. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know. I can't indulge myself in, in, in the plot twist. You know? <laughs> I don't have time for you know? it. No, exactly. It's, it's, and then it's a dude, a dude with no money who's about the plot twist life. You Please. need to get the fuck out of my face get yeah, the fuck word. out of yeah, my seriously, face seriously. what you like the drama and you don't have any fucking money so your drama isn't even attractive you're not standing there in a fucking brioni suit giving me shit you're literally standing there in a t-shirt and shorts that you've been wearing for the past three years and you're trying to have a fight about me staring at some guy oh down on God. wall street who makes what you made last year in an hour and you're mad at me Get your broke ass away from me. Yo, I am so over it. I was having this conversation with my dad today, and he was like, yo, honestly, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> like, it's not about the money. I don't need your money. But you just as an individual are showing me what a piece of shit you are. <laughs> How can you be a guy and not be about your fucking money? How? What on earth? Is it that you find more important <laughs> than fucking dressing nice, having nice things, whining and dining some fucking woman? If you're a straight guy and you're not about your money, I'd have no idea where your fucking head is at. Even if you're an artist, even if you're a fucking musician, be a fucking businessman first. Get your life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, be a fucking pimp, hustle, <laughs> make your fucking money, and then you can sing all the fucking songs you want. <laughs> You can make all. You, can you know write what I'm all saying? The movie scripts. You can. This fucking. But you're gonna you support me for your own massages. <laughs> what, Karen? What are you talking about? Massage. That just went way left. 
this is like very personal shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has nothing to do with any of us. Caroline meant to understand that. Caroline was throwing out her own shit right there. Oh, we don't know. No, it's fine. The chances of him hearing it. You never know, bro. Yo, I'll tell you like this. There are people oh, that Lord. listen to this podcast that you would never believe. The people hate that people who really hate me. And they like tuning in every week. <laughs> this will happen last week. So obviously my husband being the immature person that he is on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. He's having a conversation with two other friends, and essentially he is saying, "Oh, like I'm, a, I'm in desperate need of a massage, right?" <laughs> so, <laughs> well, she honestly, I didn't even see team. it. I really don't care. Like, I mean, it's great, but I get upset. Reggae's right there. <laughs> Reggae is Reggae, Reggae is, is here. here. Reggae is here for the tea. Reggae, Reggae wants every fucking drop of this tea. Reggae there is feeling <laughs> Long story short, a sister-in-law makes me aware of it. I'm like, it's fine. Don't even like whatever. Just ignore it. Like, it's what did the post ignore. say? He said, "I want a massage." So essentially, it goes back and forth. Then one of the girls is like, "Oh, with a happy ending," and Anthony's uh-huh. like, "Of course, like, of course, why not?" To which my sister-in-law jumps in, says her peas, and my other sister-in-law jumps in, says her peas, and everybody's falling. So me. the and question like, is, if you are on a married man's Facebook page, I want to make okay, my yeah. friend, don't do that because it sounds really bad. The don't. <laughs> okay. My first question, why are any of you on Facebook? But we're going to leave that to the side. <laughs> because the fact that any of you are on Facebook is deeply disturbing to me. Nobody should be on Facebook. And I know that Instagram is a subsidiary of Facebook. I'm not trying to be a hypocrite. But Facebook in and of itself is known to cause problems in families. Strife. Yeah, it causes strife, right? So, like, yeah. it's just it's just the source of a lot of strife. So, one, I don't think anyone should be on it anymore, but should a woman go on a married man's Facebook page and make a comment, like, with a happy ending? Because I'll tell you like this, whether you're having problems with the dude or not, if I was married to the dude and some bitch wrote that, Yo, by the end of the day, I would know where she lives, where she works, who she's married to, I would know everything about her because I would roll up on her. Right. I would have so many and problems. Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah, no, we right. would both, as a married couple, have a problem. <laughs> no, no, no. But that, that's 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 the differentiation. That's where we are in our relationship. That's so what it's I'm saying. Right. So, we're in a happy but what place. If, but what if you were in a happy it place? Would, it would marry. I don't. If I would be in a happy place like we used to be, that would have never happened because as a level of disrespect, that would have never happened. But what if it did? But what if it did? I think it would be over. I think at that point, to your point, I would have to go there and stab someone. But at this point, we're not there because <laughs> I didn't say the stab person. <laughs> just to be clear, yeah, 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 yeah. I said roll. I said roll up. On. <laughs> no, then it becomes personal. But no, like honestly, like I'm a. You know, you can make people love people. You know, you, you can make me I love. I cannot make you love. I, I agree. Like, it just, like, that just doesn't happen. And because I've always said that. Sometimes it's not reciprocal. The right approach is not trying to hurt the person by doing all these acts of desperation that are incredibly toxic that don't even bother me, but it's bothering, like, your own family. Right. It's, it's, they're, they're taking it on. So it's like, everyone is bothered. I, I have a question. <laughs> so, so these messages that were back and forth were, like, public? Like out yes. there, yeah. Yes. So it on was like wall. a joke, and like I know Jen, I know that like like one of the girls is like the cousin. She also, and it was all like in, in yeah, and it was all like in 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 fun and games, which I get it. It would not be but fun and games. Everything was fine up until that point. Bitch. So when they got involved, you know, and, and yes, the girl yeah, okay. that said it, she's also married. She also has to. So you had to, to think about it. Like, 
about jerking off my husband before you wrote that, right? Which is why my sister-in-law was just like, you know, he's married, father of two, let's keep it classy. To which she responded, well, you know, and it's true. She, but her and her husband so are So she came trashy. back and defended herself again. What? How? They're very trashy. So, like, she's always like, I hate them. You know, like, it's just weird. It's, they're, they're very, like, I'm going to learn how to say that, like, Caroline. Like, they're very just, trashy. <laughs> they're super trashy. That's why for me. <laughs> They are. They're super trashy. They're from Long Island. I couldn't even like it. I couldn't even like not like it. I couldn't even like. I couldn't. What part of Long Island are they from? But haven't haven't you all ever been on Facebook and then like you were about to type something and you stopped yourself? Stupid. So something stupid. Yes, and you're like, yo, if that were me on the other end, I would not like this. And I've had that kind of thing happen to me. So I mean, where people sent wrote stuff. on walls and I'm like what the fuck so I can totally understand especially yeah. well, that's why the Russians used it right to, to funnel right. like dissent into our elections it's just so easy mm-hmm. like it, Facebook is the open social wound of America mm-hmm. yes. and it's a festering open wound and no one's trying right. to cure it so anyone can come in there with any kind of bacteria and fucking infect the shit true because yeah. it's just sitting there open like everyone's deepest darkest feelings fetishes wants desires what they want to look like what they wish they look like who they want to fuck it's all there and it can be anyone to be read read yeah and it's so and it's like in a wholesome in the most benign (laughs) packaging you can imagine exactly blue and white super simple no (laughs) exactly and it's like hiding you know that it facebook has essentially turned us and our everyday behavior into a commodity that can be bought and sold so by that logic if you just carry it through like almost in this swiftian way you get to a point where your behavior will have to be controlled because it'll be worth too much yeah sooner or later we end up there once your behavior Mm -hmm. becomes a commodity which is what facebook made us we visit here we go here we do this and they monitor everything and they base ads and sell ads and do this and do that depending on our behavior once our behavior becomes a commodity money is behind our behavior then our behavior is going to have to be controlled we will not be able to do as we want all the time the strife has become the commodity yes exactly your your whole thing that exchange probably is some sort of algorithm I had a divorce lawyer tell me 10 years ago that every case that he had seen the year before that ha- about divorce started with Facebook. Really? That was it's 10 years ago. And I remember him saying, the institution of marriage will not make it through pay- Facebook. Facebook is destroying marriage. Wow. Because it's like, listen, it's, I know it myself. The, the things that you never think would ever come up ever again. All of a sudden in your inbox, hey, what's up? And you're like, hey, mm, yeah. I had a hey what's up, but I never checked Facebook, so I didn't know the hey what's up was there. Oh yeah. Oh, it was that weird. that. So the hey what's up <laughs> was there, fun. and I like I haven't been on Facebook in like what, five years now. Right. So the hey what's up went to a friend saying like hey what's up I'm trying to get in touch with her. Where is she? How Makes is she? I just want to know what's going on. Wow. And I was a little shocked. I was yeah. taken by it because I was like, yo, that was like. High school. Facebook yeah. is a very toxic platform College. through which to reach out to someone. It's like there's no other way to reach you. You don't I don't have your number. Right. I don't personally know you. None of your friends are gonna help me out. This yeah. is the only way for me to try to get to you. It's like the douchebag move. Right. 
you know, it's like the douchebags all find their way to the Facebook inbox. And I think a lot of them get ignored for months because no one checks it. So they feel even more douchey when the fucking piece of shit kept trying to get back in touch with me. When I blocked him everywhere, he fucking messaged me on Facebook. And was like, and literally said in the message, I know you have me blocked on every other platform, so I thought I'd try Facebook. <laughs> I mean, get a hint. Yo, that should be a t-shirt. I know you, you got me blocked yeah, on every yeah. other platform. I should just take the message and put it on a fucking t-shirt. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Because, like, just the level of torture. How much do you want to torture someone? If they have you blocked everywhere, don't you think yeah. that maybe it's time to leave them alone? I've done that. (laughs) My God, like how selfish do you have to be if you went to every platform and you realized you were blocked to be like, maybe this person for their own health or whatever reason needs to be away from me. Like that's how little you think about other people. I've I've had a certain person in my life, female, I've blocked her on multiple platforms and, and messages and she still keeps... Oh, I didn't realize that um, I, for some reason I can't contact. I'm like, oh my God, for some <laughs> reason, that is that's scary. That, that's a little crazy. That's like on the psycho side. Yeah, like, that's like, the, you, that's obvious. Because for you to delete someone or block someone, this whole process, it just doesn't like, like you state. can't be that ignorant to digital. Like, no, that's just <laughs> what people say when they can't believe that someone would mm-hmm. cut them out of their lives. Like we don't live... We're, the the subtext of our lives now is that we can't really cut people out. Exactly. They're always right. somehow going to be accessible. And so for someone to go out of their way and back it up with action and be like, even in a world that's completely connected, I choose to be disconnected from you, it's a huge move. And people don't understand how to take it. True. You know? I just don't get the mentality of <laughs> wanting to be connected to everybody. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Like, why do you want, like, find friends on iPhone on? Why do you want people to know <laughs> where you phone. are no, I don't every fucking that. moment of the day? That's, like, ridiculous. That's the kids some... are growing up on it. Yeah. They love but, it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I when you talk about kids, I'm talking about, like, high schoolers. Yeah. Like, you know, who want to find their friends and kind of say, oh, you're at the park? Let me come and hang with you. That's yeah. Girlfriend. Right? Girlfriend and, but in after you graduate? Yeah. Fuck. Why the fuck do you need to know where I am at 8 o'clock at night? Like, no. Yeah. But then it goes into the subcultural relationships, right? And always, like, you know, the typical submissive girl that wants to kind of, like, trap her boyfriend and then, like, the jealous, protective boyfriend that is, like... Oh, my God, I love this dynamic. If I was in a relationship right now, we would Mm -hmm. fight about Find My iPhone all the time. (laughs) I swear to God, I would be in the type of relationship where the dude would be like, at 2.22, you were at such and such spot. But then... At three forty-five, like I would love to have that fight, just so I could be like, no, because I was on the line, and you can see where I was. Like I, I live for that. I live for that. That's exactly the type of relationship I like. I swear to God, it's so fucking toxic. It's so toxic to be like on purpose, like turn the location off for like thirty minutes. Like, no, but there's 30 minutes unaccounted for. I don't know what happened. These 30 minutes were unaccounted for. <laughs> yeah. Where was I on the train? I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep. You, you, you are the one that would text somebody I fell asleep. I was you definitely a that girl. I was getting a slice of pizza. <laughs> slice of pizza. Get me a slice. No, everything's okay. Just <laughs> Oh my god, no, Carla, I, I, I used to play the dude. <laughs> no, I would I would totally not be happy with somebody putting that on 
my husband's <laughs> fucking Facebook page. Yeah. I would be livid. I would be. I don't even know what I, I would. Do. I would have her find my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "What's that bitch's number? What's her iCloud? Let's find that bitch. Find Where are you at, bitch? I would definitely go in on Facebook, like, bitch, when I find you. Yo, yes. It's oh, <laughs> over. It's over. I and I feel like I'm so much better. I'm like, I'm not sad. I'm okay. like, you should see her. I was just, I was just that, like, <laughs> if you this. all could see Carolina sitting over here. I'm not saying here. that I'm better than anyone, but like, I honestly don't have time. Like, there's so, it's so not worth my energy. Like, I, I brought it up as a joke. Like, I really don't, don't care. True, like, true. You know, have all the happy endings that you want. <laughs> you can have definitely. All you're not getting any from me, so <laughs> I might as well get them somewhere. Yo, the Virgo shade is so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so sharp. I always just kind of get really like, I guess my Capricorn self, where I'm just like, I can't believe people act this way. Yeah, yes. you know I, mean? I that's where the anger yeah. comes. It's like probably I wouldn't give a shit about who the chick was. Yeah, but I just yeah. like really humanity is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like totally yeah. have decorum but in this so, world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Satisfying just to see that maybe he did it in an attempt to try and get a reaction, and really all he got was his older sister is just being so disgusted and disappointed and completely blocking him from social media. So who's the winner? God, God <laughs> is the winner. So that being said, if you were a gentleman, if you were an honorable man, if you worked and made money for a living, mm-hmm. you can just go to the peninsula like your wife does. Get a massage. And maybe and a not have to make a full not a peninsula. And uh, have no friends. <laughs> Yo, how the Virgo bitches be lemonading? Amazing, right? Now. Where what peninsula? They work at the peninsula. What? I've been trying to get oh there. <laughs> where is where? it? Where? I have no idea. I'm sixty, sixty-six. She says it is like your wife. Six. Is that the peninsula? Oh my god! You're so Oh, I love it so much. Oh, I love and this I version work, of Carolyn. I, I work. I, I deserve all of that because I work my ass off. I have to work all go. the Love days. real jobs. Snaps. You know, For I'm real jobs. Yes. Yes. And it's fine. Like, I don't... I'm good. Fuck that. You got Save this. Save your pennies for your massage. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Oh! Yes! The slow burn. Yes. Jesus. Yo, I'm going to the peninsula this weekend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I'm so booking out. Because <laughs> last time I tried to book, it was like like sold out. They you had no what space. Is the what is I know John Wick Spa? spa? What is it? Yeah, what, yes. Is it a John Wick Spa? <laughs> is it like full of Russian people? What is it? No, not at all. The peninsula is just like, it's really Yeah, it's like an old view. school. Like, well, you're paying for the view. It's not like whole area and it's very like really nice. Like the It's a hotel? Yes, it's a hotel. Peninsula hotel. So when there's a lot of like UN people coming, a lot of famous people come, they always go there. When the United Nations are having any sorts of conferences, they always go there. One day I had a work event and it was around the United Nations thing, so obviously they treated us for spas. Mm. Um, I saw this um, family get out. I swear to God, it had 32 pieces of Louis Vuitton luggage. <laughs> Sounds like my like... kind of place. <laughs> yeah, when can oh, we get yeah. to the security? <laughs> like, this weekend. Yeah. Like, I've never seen that type of security in my life, and I just remember thinking, I'm like, oh my God, I wish I had that type money and you just saw cars coming and it just kept it but it was the cars that were there were like their luggage right. <laughs> it's just like oh my god that's that's real money yeah that's a money so you get massages there 
Yes. Because they've got a great spa, right? They do like facials and they everything. Everything. Right? Everything you can think of is facials. You can also like eat by the pool area. So you mm. can have like a bottle of wine, like after mm. you're done with your like relaxation. Mm. They're very after you get all the Because after you go for the massage, you go to the relaxation. <laughs> <laughs> but there you have to be like super quiet. Like they're very shady. Oh, no. And mm. I'm, I'm, I'm I bet you got in trouble a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, can we appreciate you guys? If I was working somewhere, I would kick Caroline out. 100%. No. Yeah. No. The first time. I would kick her out the first time. Because that laugh, no. Oh, you yeah. kick no. the laugh. Yeah. Anyone who laughs like that, it can't control themselves. <laughs> it's my laugh. She's just trying She's to get like, she, Yeah, she can't. No, no, it would come out. It would be over. It would, if I was like a laugh. Broadway usher, she would have to go. <laughs> a Broadway usher. You'd be flashing the flashlight. If it was like, like a sad right? movie, like, get ma'am. out, ma'am. I, I know laugh. you. I would. I yeah, you suck in. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that I Laughter is involuntary. Yeah, we have no idea why we laugh at what we laugh at. Mm-hmm. We, we ourselves don't know. It's completely involuntary. We don't mean to laugh we don't mean to find something funny it's just either funny to us or it's not that's why humor is so interesting because who knows what you find funny like larry david is Mm -hmm. so funny right but like why why is he funny it's just so but like there are larry david skits that are so funny that you are literally crying you're laughing so hard this is the way he looks the, the way he delivers. delivers. Yeah, right. exactly. Right? But it's just like he's hit on this weird little mm-hmm. niche of humor that like some people they get. Like Napoleon Dynamite is hilarious. Yes. 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 Yeah, that's a good but one. nobody understands why. Very it's just like humor. a totally involuntary mm-hmm. thing. You're laughing at him, but not really. But you like him, but he's a clown. But what the fuck? Like, you feel sorry for him. You feel right. sorry for him, but he's hilarious. He's also dope. He's a G. You know? like exactly. <laughs> He's everything you Yeah, he one. broke the Netflix algorithm. You know that, right? How? Netflix had an algorithm for everything. Okay. Right? They could basically tell you from a few movies that you picked what you would like coming oh, up. Right. And right. what right. they should recommend you. Right. But then here came this movie, Napoleon Dynamite. And for some Mm. reason, across the board, all kinds of different people that they thought that they had pegged liked the movie. And none of their algorithms work for Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, I'm going to watch it this weekend. (laughs) They just don't. They can't mathematically figure out what the thing is with that movie. And it's because what they don't realize is that it's a new form of humor. Mm -hmm. It's never existed before. Like, they don't understand it because it's new. Right? Like, it's so ironic. Right? It's like such a product of something so new. His sidekick, his little wannabe girlfriend. Right. I mean, the way... The sidekick is hilarious. It's mad woke. Right? (laughs) It's super woke. Like, there's a lot going on. Like, you don't know what's up with the friend. You like him, but he's nerdy. The uncle. But... <laughs> like, it's like a big Lebowski kind of movie. Exactly. It's like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. That's so funny. But anyway, getting back to this Facebook thing. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so does a man who is not providing the way he should, should he even be on Facebook? No. No. Like, how no. are you even on Facebook? How are you, how, are, how, like, uh, like Carolina said it that day, a date cost X amount of money. How are guys sitting on free dating apps, going out on dates, but don't have enough money to, like, 
that they're living like paycheck to paycheck. Like, I don't even know as a girl, let alone as a guy, how I would... But you know what? It's more than that, right? Because uh, same-sex couples as well. As a girl or as a guy, how do you feel comfortable going out there when you have only like $20 to spend? And you know everything costs so much money. Are you being upfront on the dates and saying, hey, I have no money, we're both broke, let's be broke together? Because that doesn't make any fucking sense to me either. Like, let's be broke together seems like a fun thing when you're in high school, I guess. That's fun. But you, you know what it is? It's odd because people tend to think that it's okay to be like that. True. It, a lot of people don't think like that. But there are a handful of people who are like, life is all fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's We true. can live like we want. Money isn't. <laughs> and like, that's not one of our cares. Yeah. Right? So if these people want to be broke together, then they should be go eating at like White Castle and no, not but trying it's not to go... even No, but it's not even about going to eat there. It's about the day-to-day life and stress that you have cuz you never know, God forbid something happens. Like I'm not even looking at looking at it quality of life. I'm just looking in terms of like rainy days. But they like, don't care about the rainy days. That's like, scary they, shit to me. To me too. I need to know where the fuck I'm sleeping at yeah. night. Every day. Yeah. But people like that, there are people like that that just don't give a fuck. They figure it out. Do they really? Probably not. How are you getting turned on when you don't even know what you're doing with your life? I don't understand how anybody yes. How are you fucking turned on and wanting to fuck when you have no idea what fucking direction your life is going in? That's terrifying to me. Yeah. But it's a yeah. reality. It's, I think, a lot of, like, selfishness, too. I think a lot of, like, denial on the person's end, too. Because it's used as a distraction. Uh, something that, you know, True. is just so foreign. And, and, and really, I think, at the end of the day, men just use it as an excuse. Because, they're, like, I get it. Like, sex is so important and sex can be this. But when you are not um, seeing eye-to-eye every significant other, whether it's men, women, or whatever, it's impossible to fake it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you can fake it if you're drunk and you're like, fuck, like, let's just get over it. But, like, when you're in a relationship and this person hurts you you lose respect and i think that when you lose respect there's nothing you can do like there's nothing you can like no like i don't even want you to like give me a hug hello because i feel dirty by you right now like no but men don't think that ever happens but for them (laughs) you know like they they think that oh she's here she wants to be here she wants to be with me or they they don't think that oh does she really want to be? Like, they're not yeah, questioning yeah, yeah. if you want to be there. Yeah, and I also think that once you're, like, in a marriage, it's like, I don't understand how, as a wife, you're not turned on by your husband. Yeah, and it just, like, it does happen. It does because happen. it has to be, like, like, a, like, a partnership. You know, I have to be attracted to you because of the things that you do or, or the way that you make me feel. But if everything is not feeling that way, it's impossible to think about having some sort of physical connection. Like, like I can't. You know, it's, it's, it's not, but for a man, when you do that, it automatically becomes, that's probably because you already met somebody else. That's probably because you're already doing things with somebody else. But that's the way they try to, like, manipulate the situation to make you feel bad for the way that you feel. You know, and then eventually, yeah. like, fuck you, like, no, you know, go get a massage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't be in a relationship more than a fucking day if I don't want to fuck you no more because I am not nice to be around. I agree. If I don't want to fuck you, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm if I want to sleep with you, you will never meet a nicer person in your life. <laughs> Yo, I'm really sweet. I was thinking about this. I'm day. really I, sweet. I totally agree. Like I'm so sweet <laughs> that it's disgusting. I will do a lot for you. 
Really, I will. I'm really like, sweet too. Really, really, I will. But if I don't want to fuck you, yo, nothing you do is pleasing me. You need to get away from me. I don't like the way you smell. I don't like the way you look. I don't like anything <laughs> about you. You're in my space. Go away. Shut up. But like, would you say that's attached to being in love with that person? No. I If I don't want to sleep with... Th- th- there's no such thing for me as being in love with someone that I don't want to sleep with. Exactly. If I don't want to sleep with you, I'm I not agree. in love with you. I may that's, love no, you. No, we're saying the same. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, the, yeah. that's no, what I'm kind of yeah, thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, you know, like, even if you're married, like, if that... What, oh, but I still love him. No. If you don't want to fuck him, Word. you don't <laughs> love him. Honestly. That's it. Like, it's done. I agree. It's just like, I can't, I can't, I would rather just be alone and be celibate than be around someone who's trying to touch me. That's you what I'm doing. Yes. Touch like, just don't, please don't yeah. touch me. Yeah, that's that exactly what disgusting. I'm doing. I'm like that too. I'm yeah. very like, I'm very emotion driven, so I'm very touchy-feely. I like to hug a lot, I'm very expressive, but when I feel a point that I don't, I, I can't fake that, is what I guess what I'm yeah. trying to say. I, think, like, I can't touch you, but I don't I really think, feel like touching you. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. I think I stayed with my ex, my last ex, uh, for like a good eight months before I just said, okay, it's over. And it was like a good eight months where we kind of just stopped sleeping. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it was, I was just like, I could see it going away. I was like, no, no. It was just getting, the distance was getting more, like the yeah. times we were having sex. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? I hope this isn't, and I would just try to have sex just to, you know, yeah. see if it was still there. And it was in after a few months, I'm like, no, it's just not going to happen anymore. Yeah. yeah. I could feel it's done. Like, and then I broke up, you yeah. know? And again, you know, I felt like he wasn't, you know, providing or doing, not even providing for me because I, I was making my own money, but just providing for himself, you know? Exactly. And I was just like, where's the drive? Where's, I mean, at least, I mean, listen, it was a lovely guy. And I'm not like trying to shit on him. He didn't do anything like nasty to me, but mm. I just couldn't be with someone that didn't have the same drive as me and, or mm. didn't, you know, when want, first, want more, for, right. Want more for themselves. Started, sure well, no, in my, started. in my case, that wasn't even the case. I didn't even see that because it was a long distance relationship. It was like when we moved in, oh. I realized it. Because mm. we'd been dating for a couple of years before we moved in together. Mm. And then I thought, oh, well, he came to my city. Maybe that's why, you know, mm. he needs right. time. Just and then I was like a good eight months. And I was like, wait a second. Then the next eight months, then we broke up. Oh. You see? Wow. Yeah. So sometimes it's a tricky, <clears throat> yeah. tricky situation when you get in with somebody. You don't realize it right away. And you're trying to make it work. And that's what I tried to do. And I'm like, I'm like no, fuck this shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> Now <laughs> you're bringing me down, Listen, yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing myself down. If you have to try to make it work, it's not gonna work. Yeah. I tried. I know, but, but right, you tried, but it didn't work. It, it didn't work. I don't be trying to make shit work. Right, you shouldn't be. I don't. I don't make. The I thing is, is that I the thing is, there's nothing yeah. to try. Listen, it's very. Simple. I learned. I learned. You're I learned. either in love with me or you're not. If you're in love with me and I'm in love with you. Nothing can stop us. We got it. Well, you can. If you're not in love with me, you could go the fuck ahead. That's it. It's such simple rules. If you're in love with me and you're lucky enough that I love you back, I will do what anything for you. I think at the core, it's really easy to say that, but I think that when you look at it realistically, every circumstance is so different. Yeah. Always so black and white. Um, I mean, I, I. 
you know, I have to be honest, like, you know, I never really understood addiction. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought it was like, that doesn't happen. That's, like, no, like, you're a loser. You're choosing to be that. Mm. Mm. You know, and, um... Yeah. It just creeps up on you, some of these situations. You know? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You just never know um, what kind of situation you're going to be in, you know what I mean? I mean, I kind of feel the way that you do now, Umber. Like, mm-hmm. I, but I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But so, I think the only reason I've ever even just been able to tolerate guys is only if I was that connected to them. Because I don't actually really like being around men like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm... You've always been like that, right? Yeah, like mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like guys being too sitting too close to me. I don't like a guy washing my hair at the hairdressers. Mm-hmm. I don't like I like I just don't like guys being near me. So if I like allow a guy to like something as big as like some guy to sleep in my bed, mm-hmm. it's like I gotta have a real connection yeah, yeah. emotionally with that person because I don't even like the way they really smell. Like if I like the way a guy smells, it's like the lottery. So you calling me a slut? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're making like, me feel like a fucking hoe right now. I think what I'm the saying fuck? is that I'm more bisexual than I realize. Yeah, like for, yeah. for for me to like women is super easy, mm. but for me to actually let no, a guy be it, in my it. house, yeah, yeah, I get it's it. It's like most guys are so disgusting and so gross to me that to like, like it has to be like a super connection. And as soon as that connection is in any way like fucked with, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Like get away from me. Don't touch me. I'm out. Because I know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I know how long mm-hmm. it's going to take. I can yeah. see it, and you're going to waste my fucking time. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. Like, I don't try at shit. Because if you loved me, we wouldn't be here. Correct. We got here because somewhere along the way, you fell out of love with me. If that's the case, I'm out. It really doesn't even matter how I feel. As soon as I can feel that that person's not in love with me, I couldn't be less interested. Well, the thing for me, or the thing I'm asking is, how do you recognize that? Because for a long time, I, it was difficult for me mm-hmm. to recognize that. You know, I'm not like you. I can't, you know, I'm always giving it the old college try. Like, yes. I always, like, mm-hmm. I'm that kind of person, you yes. know. I'm like, no, but maybe, you know. And I don't necessarily think, and I'm not saying that you're saying that, that it's, um, it's, it's, a negative thing or that it's um that it's in any way you know that that i'm the not the way i am is seen you know? as a negative sorry the way, the way i am is seen as a negative i don't think so at all men are very afraid of me for that reason because they know that i have no qualms about dropping them and it's terrifying to them mm-hmm. like no men men want you to give it the college try they want room to fuck up they need to know they can fuck up mm-hmm. the way i am is too extreme for them like, if I yeah, fuck yeah, up, yeah, yeah. she's going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. See, for me, I can't straddle that. You know? Yeah. I, I can't. I just, it, it's, it gives me anxiety. Yeah. I can't do that. It's just not my nature. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm always, you know how I am. I'm always, like, talking yeah. to everybody. Right. I'm, like, very, you know, yeah. diplomatic. I'm very, you know. Yeah. And so, for, for someone like me, like, you know, I'm still learning how to. Yeah. How to be kind of hardline with men and or other you know other people, people in general, not even just men, you know. Um, but yeah, that was a, a good lesson for me actually. The last relationship, and that's why I've been single ever since because I've gotten more like you, 
where I'm right. like, I sniff it right away. I'm like, no. <laughs> and you know what? There's drawbacks to that too. Like that piece of shit Virgo, I could tell he was in love with me. So he was able to get away with a lot. There are drawbacks to it. Because if the guy knows that's your weakness and he's actually mm-hmm. in love with you, but he's a douchebag, mm-hmm. he'll use it against you. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, he's yeah. in love with you. You yeah, can tell. Yeah, yeah, the connection yeah. is there. It's very obvious. True. But he knows that he can get whatever the fuck he wants from you now. Mm-hmm. And you'll give it to him because you're in love with him. And although he's in love with you, he's still a total fucking opportunist and a piece of shit. Yes. You can be blinded. You can be mm-hmm. blinded. Mm-hmm. And if the wrong guy, if you feel that way about the wrong person... That person can take everything from you. True. Because your door is so open to them. They can have anything they want. So for me, it's like if there's somebody in your life that has that power and they don't misuse it, like that's amazing. Because you're you have somebody's life Mm. in your hand and you're just like, no, I'm chilling. I'm good. (laughs) You can keep your life. You know, meanwhile, mm-hmm. there's pieces of shit going out of their way to manipulate situations and plot twists yeah. to get you to fall in love with them so they can misuse you, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. going out of their way to like create all this fucking drama. I, I, I think just to close the loop, sorry that I had a little mm-hmm. yeah. breakdown <clears throat> before. I guess like within those two points, I think there's also a level of clarification because there are natural assholes and pieces of shit and like are real evil. But they're also men that at one point were amazing men, were honorable men, were great fathers, were great husbands. Yeah. And because of an addiction, it's just it went haywire. Yeah. And I think like the struggle for me has been distinguishing that love. You know, like I know when he sees me, I know he wants to hug me. And like, I, sometimes I want to hug him too because I feel that emptiness, but I'm so angry. But so much of that is like, I know that at the core, he's not a bad person, but that's just the person that he's now. But it's not because he was always like that. And I think that that's where I struggle with being so definitive of like, this is it and I'm going to do that. And, mm. you know, because I know that there was a good person. But at the end of the day, there are bad things happening. Whether you know you're doing them or not doing them or why you're mm-hmm. doing them at this point is irrelevant. Because at this point, you have two children that are growing up that are not little kids anymore, you know. You have not that many good years left for you to really work and get your shit together. So I think that that's why for me, because I I met him when everything was perfect, sometimes it's hard for me to just be like, although I'm almost there, everybody knows. But that's the only point of clarification that I wanted to make. See, that's exactly why I think I have the instinct I have. It's Mm self-preservation. Because what I do is that's the long, drawn-out version right Right. I kind of in the middle. <laughs> I kind of get out like, I kind of get mm-hmm. out like, you know. Right. I can <laughs> when see get, it. I can good. see yeah. it in their eyes. I can see exactly what they're gonna do. All I have to do is look at you once, that's like that, once, that's once. That, once. That's I can that, see that, right through. That's them. that big black hole thing behind you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's and that's you know right. almost everybody's afraid of it. <laughs> Can I borrow it some time at time? Yo, I I've got no a date control in the week. <laughs> She'd be like, go hang out with Reggie for today. Exactly. She's got Excuse a date. Me. Can you just like go hang out with Reggie? I think I've been taking that genie in a bottle thing very seriously. It's not like you can leave with the salt lamp and the fucking thing is gonna come with you. <laughs> yeah. Louise. Well, listen. You know what? You know, I think there's always. I mean, it's all about learning your lessons, right? And it's never too late to learn anything. 
and yo i mean you said it yourself carolina you said that you used to think that addiction was this 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 and i think the way from what we're seeing the way this machine works is that whatever you judge i'll tell you like this like five years ago me and samir were walking by the pier and he said you know i've been single for three years and i remember thinking god damn single i've been married for 17 years straight mm -hmm. at that point i was like god damn single for three years that sounds fucking insane like who would want to be single for three years that sucks that you don't know because yeah. 10 years of marriage seven yeah. years of marriage like i'd never been single ever yeah so I was like, God damn, this sucks. Oh my God. In my head, I was like freaking out. Well, I think the machine was like, ah, 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 ah. What was that? What was that? Was that fear? Was that judgment? Ding, 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 ding. Give her some of this. She is obviously lacking here. So as soon as I, one, was afraid of it. Two, kind of judged it, which is why I was afraid of it. Three, oh my God, I was freaking out. Panic. I think that attracted the experience to me. Like, now live through it and see mm -hmm. what it means to be mm -hmm. single for this many years. Understand why. Understand. And I think what you said about addiction is, like, you thought it was like this. Mm -hmm. And I think that sets off, like, an alarm. Like, oh, 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 she's got it wrong. You know, because I could have taken what he said and been like, wow, three years, good for you. Like, you must be yeah, learning true, a lot about true, yourself. True, you true. must have accomplished a lot. But instead, it set off, like, a weird panic judgment mm -hmm. strange reaction yeah. in me like oh my god oh, oh, oh three years i would never want to do that oh my god i have to get late i should call somebody tomorrow what the fuck? like <laughs> i'm not doing this <laughs> oh my god no exactly um, it's so funny you know but like here we are three years later you know right yeah. so like i feel like you had to experience it firsthand so you could understand <clears throat> that it's not what you thought it's a human, mm -hmm. just like every other human, good people, good fathers, good men, good husbands. It happens to the best of people. Yeah. And not because there's something wrong with them and not because they're bad, but because they are being fed a poison that even rats get addicted to. Yeah. Even rats, even rats get addicted to it. Everything that takes that substance from the beginning of time. That's why it's that color, color. The opium flower, the poppy is like, mm -hmm. go away. I yeah. am so poisonous. <laughs> Look at my red <laughs> flashing fucking... Like, in Denmark, you can have a sea of green, just rolling hills. And if there's one yeah. poppy, you can see it. Oh, wow. Because it's so fucking mm -hmm. poisonous that it makes itself known. Like, don't eat me. You will fucking die and hallucinate and fucking get higher. Than, like, you know... But that's what, like, I don't know. This is some, the playbook has been used forever. This is what the British did to China. They addicted the Chinese to opium. They ruined an entire nation. Yeah. The entire nation was addicted yeah, to Vietnam opium because War. of the British. Look at all the guys that came back. Mm -hmm. All addicted to heroin. heroin. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's terrible. That's right. Our own people. Yeah. And then we allowed it to happen again. And all these people, although they're here suffering from addiction, they are kind of casualties of a war. This, these are the real casualties of the drug war. Yeah. It's all the opiate addicts. Younger mm -hmm. and younger. It's not like it's affecting a generation that's about to die. Like you can argue that it's for older people. You know, they're in their seventies, eighties. Nope. We're talking yeah. like anywhere from like four years old Fuck. to like being in your belly. Jesus. I mean, I remember when I was that's like crack. My mm -hmm. kid <clears throat> with Valentino, I had cracked the tooth. And I immediately went to the dentist, and she was like, and I thought it was just a filling. 
And she's like, oh no. She's like, you're going to need an emergency root canal. It looks like it's been cracked for a while and like they're stuck there. Mm-hmm. Fine, I went. They had to give me an emergency root canal. Do you know that they sent me on with Vicodin? Yeah, very I easily. I was nine months pregnant. Nine, what? Yes, they couldn't even properly do the root canal because I was so severely oh pregnant. Oh my that gosh. Literally, it was every three, like I think it was 15 minutes. Oh my God. Laying back front. It was horrible, but now that I think about it, and I guess I must have some sort of tolerance, which I really don't think I do, but I remember that I probably took three or four because I was pretty sore, but then, but they sent me a whole thing, I guess. (laughs) Now I know who took them. (laughs) Oh, Oh, oh my God. Jesus Christ, Caroline. I know. You're really snapping. (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying? That was not me. That was a Jamaican. That was was Reagan. No, but I saw this interview. This woman um, who was um, addicted to opiate, to pills, and she was like, "I was a good woman." I she you could just see the sorrow in her face. Like she was like, "I was you know." Yo, people are I mad. Was, that's she's like, "I had a addicted. job. I yeah. had my. I was taking care of my kids. Yeah. Everything." And Why so are doctors allowed to prescribe yes. you a fucking drug addiction in a bottle? And she just lost everything. Everyone well, does. Exactly. It's really sad. I read somewhere that now the way that they're gonna counter counteract that is because they're getting severely sued. Some people. Oh, they went to jail. The two guys, um, two doctors. Is <laughs> is because no, I, I forget what it's called. So, so boxin, I want to say the name is. Essentially, so every time they're gonna give you some sort of pain medication in at the hospital, the doctor. It's like method. They're gonna give you like something else to counteract. So mm. when you actually have the pain medication, like there's no. But that's what they said in their emails. It. But the funny thing about it is that in order to do that, I think like they're charging a thousand percent more. <laughs> no, listen. In the emails that came out from the Sackler family, what they said was, "Hey, this thing that we made, we realize is way, way, way more addictive than we thought it is. It's actually so addictive that it probably shouldn't be on the market." And the response they got was, no problem, let's create a cure. We can sell them that later. And that's exactly what they're doing. Wow. It's just the plan. There was always a cure. You can't have a bunch of opiate zombies running around. It's just another way to make money because money's fake. You just need an excuse, right? It's mm-hmm. like the thing we were talking about at the border. Billing us seven seventy-five a day per child is beyond... See, it's a problem of ethos, right? Because what is the ethos behind what we're doing? It's all financial. What does ethos mean? It's like a system of beliefs. Like, okay, yeah, what's, the, Sorry, what's your, the belief the system, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. what's the belief system? Because everyone's talking about how they're not concentration camps. So what was the ethos behind uh, the Nazi, like, it was, it was mm-hmm. like based in genetics and superiority and all this fucked right. up shit. White power. Okay, fine. This is obviously based in making money. It's obviously based in finance. It's obviously based in basically making the government a bunch of dummy shell corporations yeah. that you can funnel yeah. money through, right? And legally get away with it. So if you compare ethos, isn't this even lower on the ladder mm-hmm. than white power? Because white power, as heinous and hellish as it is, is still not as debased as using children, yeah, starving mm-hmm. children to make money. I understand starving children and killing them because they're a, the wrong race is demonic. But I'm thinking, isn't doing it for profit 
just a tad even yeah, more exactly. demonic if that's right. possible even like maybe we shouldn't call them concentration camps isn't there even a worse word that we can come up with like ch- child death for profit and then and then after they went in and looked at one of the camps a uh, hundred of those kids were moved and no one knows where they were moved yeah. to Ugh. And it's even sad because you don't even like there are thousands and thousands of children, and it's, you can't even. They're not even making it seem like it's like oh, there's just this amount. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, so many like children that have been taken away from their parents and just sitting in these fucking cages. So Does it? So yo, no fucking what a comb to comb their hair. No, but nothing. No toothbrush. They haven't taken a shower. Shower, right? Like, and then they're oh just generating gosh, them to get sick and... It's really... They're it's, breeding it's just them not. for that. It's almost right. like they want them to, like, some sort of outbreak. Yeah. To then yeah, further yeah. strengthen yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the petition as to why exactly. we can't allow them. Yes. Oh, they're sick And why they're being quarantined. No, they're... No, it's like uh, to create, like, this urban legend around, like, making America so terrifying that people stop oh, coming here yeah, seeking yeah, yeah. asylum. Like, making it so horrific that people themselves stop coming because they're like, you don't want to get caught by these people. Like, you don't want to risk it. Oh my God, that's terrible. Yeah, it's like but we're it's on the verge of that sci-fi dystopia, you know? We're there. Like, we're... It's... Uh, oh. Yeah. It. Uh, so the reason I'm, like, pausing is because 10 years ago when my ex-husband was saying all this, it seemed crazy. It seemed crazy when he said it here. It seemed crazy when he said it in Denmark, which is rare because in Denmark, people are usually like really with it. Mm -hmm. But even more than 10 years ago, he was saying, I know you don't believe me, but there will be camps and people are going to get locked up in these camps and they're going to have nothing. And it's going to be like the fucking end of the world. And if we get caught on this rock, and they closed the fucking tunnels and the bridges were fucked. Like, he was already looking at sailboats. He already worked in a place that had easy access to water and boats. He was already like, it might happen today or it might happen in a decade, but it's going to fucking happen. And everything he said, all the craziest, wildest shit that we were all like, this guy's mm-hmm. a fucking idiot. Every one of them has come true. And I've spoken to him about it now and he's just like, oh... You have no idea what else is coming. That's like, scary. this is just the beginning. Well, that's what's so scary when you watch The Handmaid's Tale. It's like, when when I watch it, it feels like it could happen. It feels so real. I don't know if you've watched uh, no, the series. No, I haven't seen it. Um, you know, they, like... Is it the, in the... In, it's all of... The, um, it's the whole United States that's um, Gilead, or is it just Pocket? I'm I don't not, know. I'm not sure. Have you, have you watched the uh, show? No. Oh, you guys have to watch That's it. Have you read the book at least? Mm-mm. I remember reading the book in high school. I'm like, I can't believe they made us read that book in high school. So the premise is um, America turns into this kind of total, total, totalitarian like state where it's very uh, religious, like it already is, and um, women, uh, because of some sort of environmental um, disaster, women... Right. Most mainly white women are cannot get pregnant, so they have these women that they've uh, abducted before before it became totalitarian, um, that have the babies, 
Right. So they're so they the fertilizer. Like right. yeah. yeah, exactly. So they yeah. they live that with much the families. And so a lot of people are escaping from this um, from the US and into Canada to seek asylum. So that's the premise of the show. Okay, got it. And when you watch the show, like it's so oppressive that everyone's got guns, very mm-hmm. militarized. But it's America. What year does this it's, it's in the it's in the it's in the near future. Oh wow! It's like a sci-fi, like a science fiction. Yeah. I always see the the Rover's part, but I thought it was like a nineteen. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Oh no! Like, that's oh no! Yeah, yeah. Oh no! It's like modern times. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's super creepy, and when I watch it, I feel like that's it possible. could happen. It that's what's so good about the show <coughs> is that you feel like they will. They will. They have to do something. If they don't oh do something God, now, amazing. it's not just about mm-hmm. passing funding. It's not just about that. If they don't fucking do something they're all going to get fired. No one is going to hire them, and you're going to have a bunch of 20-year-olds getting hired. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a bunch of 20-year-olds getting elected in and a bunch of AOCs on your hands, and you're not going to be able to fucking handle that because you think Bernie Sanders is a problem? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wait till you get a bunch of these 26-year-olds in there. Mm -hmm. They're going to fuck everybody's shit up. So these motherfuckers really need to fucking do something now. Like, they need to fucking do their jobs. Yo, Anu, go in that drawer behind you and hand me what's in there. Sorry, this is shady. This fucking request. Right there, right there. No, right there, right there. Thank you, sorry. It would just be a lot noisier if I got up. Thank you, thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, yeah, man. Like it's super creepy. We're, so what we're talking about is that uh, Congress allotted like $4.5 million to fix what's going on down Billion. there. Billion. 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 Okay, so my question is, if we're already getting charged seven seventy five mm-hmm. per child, why do they need this much more billion? Where's the Where's the money already going? It can't be that hard to find out where it's going. It's all going to privatized detention camps. Mm-hmm. All those detention camps are privately owned. It's wow. literally just. So we'll detain you and we'll bill you. <laughs> but no, but this is but this is the fucked up thing, because we have to be real. This shit was also going on under Obama. It was. The difference now mm-hmm. is that this dude is like, hey, this is happening anyway. Let's make a little money. Mm-hmm. More mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only difference. He's a business mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but... <laughs> mm, a business uh, man. I don't know how much of a businessman, but whatever he says, I don't know why these people flock to it. You know, you really can't tell. Because... No, I really can't because these people are educated men. Like... Educated people. Yo, I was listening to Mike Pence having an interview, and <laughs> the way he dodged every question, I wish I could have been sitting in that chair and been like, answer the fucking question. <laughs> like Why are you having these kids in these camps with no fucking way to clean themselves? Because it would just cost money, and that money is going lump sum to one person, one organization, one person sitting at the top of one heap. And that that person doesn't want even 15 cents yeah. mm-hmm. taken out of that seven seventy five per kid. They want the whole entire amount. And it's someone that probably did them some favors, gave them some money, of did course. all this kind of shit. And, like, it's... um. I don't know, because again, those migrant kids were in not much better conditions at all in that same spot while Obama was president. I think now the thing that's crazy is that this dude was like, let's make a police force to go round them up and make some money on them. 
Exactly. Not just when they show up, you know, seeking asylum or whatever. But on top of that, to be the nation that has the Statue of Liberty mm. and then to be doing this to people seeking asylum. Mm. Like, we're not even talking about that because they're brown. If these were Polish people... Oh. Or Germans or, or French Norway, people, Sweden. No, mm. Norwegians sitting in camps because they saw, came here seeking asylum. Oh my God, the world would be in flames like mm-hmm. fucking Notre Dame mm-hmm. that day. Like, yo, that building burned and every pocket opened. Every fucking old yeah. person with money yeah. was like, here, take my millions. And those people know what's happening to these kids. And the fucked up thing is, it's not even that they don't want to help. It's not even that. They're happy not to help. They want those kids in Flint to die. That's what's so fucked up. Like, why isn't it a Mm -hmm. public outcry? Why isn't the public, as the millions of people connected on the internet, the billions of people, why aren't we publicly shaming Bezos into Mm -hmm. fixing Flint? Why aren't we? He didn't pay a cent in taxes, right? Why aren't we as a collective, like, human body all over the world adding Jeff Bezos on Twitter and being like, you're a piece of shit because you didn't pay a cent in taxes. You should fix Flint. You, by yourself, should fucking go and Mm -hmm. sign the fucking check and fix that whole situation, you motherfucker. And do you know how easy it would be for them to do that? That's even more fucked up. That's what's so scary is that they don't want to, is that they're sitting there. on Like, that's the thing that it says in the Bible. It's the love of money. It's avarice. That's what's evil. It's a, it's loving money just for the sake of money, just accruing it and sitting on it. There's something yeah. inherently evil about it. But when you hear about all those stories of those judges who were in cahoots with the police, mm-hmm. who were in cahoots with getting all those black prisons, kids yep, in oh, like they were, oh, yeah, they were mm-hmm. just rounding up little kids, fourteen, Slavery. fifteen. Uh, the oh, judge Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, Pennsylvania. The, 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 Pennsylvania. Few were, yeah. yeah, few states were. Yeah, few states. I mean, the prison system being a whole workforce. I mean, that whole. I mean, it's crazy when you think about it. I mean, where did that all start? At? When I think, I don't. I actually don't know. But when I think about it, Reagan. You mm. think about. I was about to say war. Like you know, privatizing Reagan. all that shit. Yeah. It feels like that's where it all started. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because we have a separation between church and state, mm-hmm. and that was very well thought out, but we never made the delineation between state and corporation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we made a huge mistake because yeah. corporations are a lot like church. They live by, again, their mm-hmm. own ethos, and yeah. it is very contrary to the, the human will, the human will to live corporations don't give a fuck about humanity by their very nature how they're structured and what their bottom line is they don't Unless care what outcry. happens to people <laughs> and the only time they care is when there's outcry but it's always like keeping a beast on a leash because anytime it can get out it will and it'll devour everything around it because it's meant to that's its whole purpose it's a business it's a business <laughs> man you know exactly yeah. it's it's terrifying it's terrifying because the the merging of corporation and government is so complete now the revolving Mm -hmm. door is so quickly moving that there's no such thing anymore as government all we have is a corporation which is why you can have kids without blankets and toothbrushes at the border because a corporation doesn't give a fuck Mm -hmm. how the trash is getting taken out if it's deemed trash it's trash 
they can be sick, they could be alive, they could be dead, they could be one, they could be 14, it doesn't matter because a corporation has deemed that they are not worthy of living and so they can be treated however. It's already like it's AI. Yeah. You know, cor- corporations act like mm-hmm. computers, right? They're already oh, kind yeah. of having that same narrative going on, like that a computer would come up with, like this is important, this is not important. Oh, I work in a corporation, so yeah. I totally know how that works. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a beast, mm-hmm. a big beast <laughs> with many organs, many limbs, and it's planet, it's, and it's all over the planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know, all over. And it's sad that there's innocent. Well, if we're talking about the border situation, that there's innocent kids suffering from this whole corporation that they're trying to run it like. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's sad. Well, because we're all buying into this myth that America is still this place that you can come and seek asylum from all the other places in the world mm-hmm. that are tyrannical. But yeah. somewhere along the line in the yeah. 60s, we became the reason right. that the world was tyrannical because we started exporting all this terrorism. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's like no one got the memo that the American dream <laughs> was actually to blow up the rest of the world. Right. <laughs> I know. It's, it's so really sad scary. that people don't know the actual history of why like the the Muslims hate America so much well and and it's just sad but it's even really that fucking sad but even that Muslims don't hate America no That's they like, really don't but like, the, the, portra- the portrayal of it yeah right and what they did in Afghanistan like yeah. what like read but they don't teach that in history they don't teach that in schools they don't teach that we went in there to help and then left them to die. But not like, even but not even that. You go further back, you know, the reason Iraq is where it is and Iran is where right. it is is because a bunch of British people were leaning over a map going, oh, let's make it like this because right. if we make it like this, we'll cut right through this tribe and this tribe and they'll never get along and we can control all of them. Exactly. You know, like that's, I think that's exactly what they did with Pakistan and India. Of they, course. Mm-hmm. The British were not able to leave anything in one piece. They didn't like the idea of anything that they had put their time into thriving without them. And so they like to break things up into little pieces that they can still control like a chessboard. You know, and and that and that yeah. is really why the world looks the way it is right now because there's been this like concerted effort to keep control over all the places that have resources, but that's an argument that you can only have with people who even understand what resources are. If all you care about is Jesus. Yeah, you know, and all, yeah. if all you care about is like white women having more babies, you know, because you watch Netflix and now you're shook, <laughs> yeah, exactly. right? You know, like yeah, it's sad. It's really sad. There are other people on this planet that live like you do, that want to have fun like you do, that share the same thoughts like you do, and you just dismiss them because they're not like you but they're it's, just like you like bombing iran is the craziest thing ever, right. ever. if americans Why? actually understood yeah, right. how much like americans iranis Iran, yeah. are they would be bugged out they're I'm, so similar as right people. i know they <laughs> love plastic surgery they <laughs> love celebrities they love fashion they love like, like the show, the all the yeah. same shit I mean, when you look at Iran before the Ayatollah, great. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, oh my God, it's so glam. Right? Ridiculous. And money. Why were people That's going to money. the Middle East to get fabric and to get gold and to Beirut get jewelry? Beirut was like the French yes. Riviera. Right? Like, it was because they had it all. They were the ones who were on top. 
But again, these things were, you know, puppeted governments supplied by the Americans, and they were built on the backs of killing people and taking the resources and turning it all into colonies. Like, it, it looked glamorous, and what it is now doesn't, but it was the only way to secure resources that otherwise the West mm-hmm. would just steal. You know, like, I think the reaction is very severe, but I think there's something to be said for every other country around it being completely plundered for oil. True. And now mm-hmm. they're talking about bombing it. And coincidence that seven-eighths of the world's oil is in that country. <laughs> and what was said on the news? Oh, no, no, it's not the oil. It's, it's mm-hmm. never for the oil. Yeah. No, never. But mm. I think that that's the thing. Like, it, there's this book called Behold a Pale White Horse in which uh, the guy talks about the prophecy that the Vatican has. It's called the Prophecy of the Rose. And this is what the Vatican believes. The Vatican has a prophecy that it got from the Dead Sea Scrolls that says that a war will start where uh, the West will pick a, pick a fight, a war, with a large country in the Middle East. And that war will actually be a proxy war that the big countries are fighting because Israel wants to fight the war. This is something the Vatican mm, has. Yeah. And that war will destroy the world. Hmm. And so I've always known, like that rang very true to me. And I've always known that there's a huge difference between bombing all these other countries and then going after the seat of the Persian Empire because the Persian Empire predates the Greeks. Mm-hmm. It's very, 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 very old. Yeah. And I don't think we're supposed to do that. Like, I think it's a mistake. It's it's one of the places that has the highest UFO sightings in the world. Really? Tehran, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it's just, it's very old. Like, it's like where Alexander stopped and was like, hey, I'll just stay here. Yeah, this is yeah, the yeah, dopest yeah, yeah. shit ever. I've yeah. never been anywhere like this. Like, this is fucking fantastic. Like, it's just, it's been around forever, and it's highly sophisticated. I don't think that we should have this, like, weird idea of, like, going into Iran was like going into Baghdad, where people were yeah. fucking starving already and, like, not educated and living under a dictator. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not that. Yeah. These people are fucking PhDs and engineers mm-hmm. and all That's this smart. type of shit. Like, right. I think that when you have a lot to lose, you fight different. Mm-hmm. You educate yourself the most. You know, like it's just such a mistake on so many levels, and I think everybody knows. And it's so weird to watch Congress just let him push us to the brink of like a legit world war. Mm-hmm. Like that's really scary. Even the migrant thing seems like a distraction from that. Right. Because they're doing this over here, but they're fucking dismantling yeah, everything yeah, yeah, over here. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah, it's yeah. like a two-pronged, like, where do you keep your attention? But that's always been the case. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, like, that. that's what they do. They put out some shit out there, so you focus on that. Now there's going to be a Kardashian thing, watch. Probably. And then the actual thing that's going to fuck you over, no one's paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? This, this is what's scary. Once they start the war, everyone who has any Muslim or Iranian mm-hmm. background of any kind is going to get rounded up yep. oh my God. and put in camps because then they're the enemy and we don't know if they could be secret mm-hmm. agents living here from there and we're at war with this country now and blah, blah. It's going to go like, fast. It's going to go fast. Every time somebody asks me like, oh, how come your kid's not here? I'm like, 
do you see what the fuck is happening here like this is scary yeah if they if they start this war i'm telling you that's the next thing he's gonna say you can't trust them we need them where we can see them they might be this well he tried that. that already Right yeah. with the right? band and everything. Yes. That's what I'm saying. And the band yes. happened. That's it's what not I'm saying. Like it didn't and happen. And a couple of times they happened. Yeah, like he put it and he stopped it and he implemented it again. So it wasn't just like a one. It's time. not like, like you know, just because it's not on the news doesn't mean it's not fucking happening. Wait, wait, wait! I missed this. What are you talking about? The, the band? Muslim band. The Muslim band. Oh yeah, they couldn't travel and shit like they that. Couldn't, yeah, yeah, they the couldn't come into the country. I was like scared for. Oh my yeah, mom. yeah, that was quite scary actually. I I like experienced not experienced that heard and was reading about it from abroad and we were just like what in the fuck yeah it looked crazy it looked super crazy yeah from europe oh yeah of course like sometimes you need to watch news from other countries and as weird as this may sound yeah like bbc al jazeera like they tell you the news that's actually happening not cnn or channel seven much less channel five Oh, well, I'm not even mentioning that one. But, like, really, like, you have to watch other platforms to understand what the fuck is actually going on I wouldn't mind doing a news roundup show. Like a political, Mm -hmm. like, funny political show. Mm -hmm. I could kill that. (laughs) You could, actually. I could Bill Maher the fuck out of Bill Maher, that fucking dinosaur piece of shit. He's such a racist I loved fuck. when Glenn Greenwald... Yeah. I'm a little fucked up right now. That guy mm-hmm. came on and fucking schooled him. And Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck was oh, a yeah, Ben Affleck. Yes, Ben Affleck. I knew too, there was right. a reason I fucking sneak liked him. Yes. Yo, my cool. relationship... Okay, good. Because I was just going to say, my relationship with Ben Affleck is really weird. I swear to God, every time someone can tell from looking at me that I like him, I get embarrassed and I hate him and I curse him out because I'm so embarrassed and disgusted that I yeah, like I him. Yeah, I don't like him either. He's so disgusting, mm-hmm. but, but man, he could catch it. <laughs> nah, nah. He, he is does. physically fucking no, attractive. I, think, yeah. I don't think I, so. He's got charisma. He needs to lose like, weight. Get charisma. The only the only thing <laughs> that made me think of him in that way uh-huh. is when he spoke to Bill Maher yeah. and put him in his place. Yeah, Wait, that was say? it. He was like, "You're a fucking racist, and you don't like yeah. Muslims, and you're a piece of shit." Yes, and nice. stop fucking yes. trying to sneak yes. this Muslims with your bullshit. Like we're not smart enough to catch it. Stop yeah. being a fucking Nazi. Right, that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. um, now I'm gonna go YouTube that. Shit. Yeah, and Bill Maher was just like, Mar- uh, 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 and he was like, "No, no. Bill, <laughs> no." Let <laughs> me tell and you, I just made Argo. I'm fucking Glenn, down. Glenn Greenwald. Glenn Greenwald. Yeah. Yes. Also a great reporter yes. that everybody hates. Ben Ben Affleck tipped me a hundred bucks once. That's amazing. <laughs> he liked you. What? Yo, I was How looking so mean? fab that night. He had to tip me a hundred bucks. Fuck that God, shit. I'd rather be having the craziest stories. No, no. There was no iPhones back then. Oh, <laughs> I met uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, and I took a picture. Matt Damon was there, too. Is. <laughs> it was because they were starting on it. It was through work, obviously. It was like right. a firm week. And I think that they were doing like some sort of partnership. I think it was with, like, Bravo, like, designing how It was something with sustainability or something along those lines and they were just like starting they weren't even like really known i think they had just won the oscar mm. so they were like really scrawny i remember thinking matt damon i was like wow he's really like, not that tall he's super like, small head, yeah he's tiny like when i saw him and i remember thinking matt damon i mean uh ben from then i was like oh that's so hot 
I never thought he it's was tall looking. and like I thought Matt Damon like, was better looking. Like, nice. He's got he, he he's got charisma. Who? Matt uh, Ben Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Yo, he does. I was like, after giving you a hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, just so for the record, like I said, so let me at now. least explain what I was doing. <laughs> I was gonna say like I didn't want to ask, but then so my friend she was a, she was bartending back in the days. And she goes, you know how New Year's here sucks. It's like, yeah. no, I don't want to do any. I was like, all right. My friend goes, you want to do the door, be a co-check girl for this for Ben Affleck <laughs> and Matt Damon's party Amazing. for New yeah. Year's yeah. Down, yeah. down in Soho. Is that that little bar where there was a little dog in the front on on the floor, like? Uh-huh. And so I'm like, yeah, word. I'm gonna get paid. It's all good. So I go there with my big ass, furry, chubby, white, <laughs> huge chubby. It was freezing. It's New Year's. And so I'm at the door, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm at this celebrity party. <laughs> it was so normal, though. <laughs> Two kids from, from Boston, you know. Yeah. And so they all come in. The little brother comes in, and there's a few celebrities. Casey. And so I was just there, fabulous. Hello, getting the coats. <laughs> getting the coats. That's awesome. And then um, sometimes I would go inside, because when everybody came, you know, I got to go inside a little bit. And then at the end of the night, they're leaving, and I'm looking at him like, oh, my God, it's Ben Affleck. I'm like, hi. Okay, thank you. Had a good night. And he's, like, handing me something. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking up at him. He goes, look at He said, look. And I looked down, and I was like, oh. <laughs> it was 100 bucks. He said, And he look. was, like, smiling at me, flirting. I was like, yes, I'm telling you, ben. he liked you. Yes, Ben. Yeah. This was pre-J-Lo, too. <laughs> so long, but he just had no. They were so odd. I thought it was like they are odd. Oh, oh you mean Jen and uh, Jen and Ben? Yeah. Oh, he together. was hot with her. Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> he never looked hot. Like, yeah, <laughs> she did it for him. She did it for him. You know the After thing that, that I was saying where you can spruce over. a guy up and takes about a week. <laughs> Shave your face, lose the weight. Come on, come Slick on, come on, come on, come on. No, no more slicking the fucking hair back, please. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, but for Ben Affleck, that haircut. was... Yeah, it looked good on him. Back then, it was... He was rocking. She was got rocking him with it. the tan. She got him with yeah. the... Yeah, she had the mole. He had the mole. He had the mole. He had the mole. You never even noticed the mole until he was yeah, she had him popping. She was like, "No, baby, come here. Yo, this is I, called day cream. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, tinted day cream." She's like, "I'm from the Bronx, yo." She's like, "I'm from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. I'm, let me hook you up." He's like taking her fucking bikini off on the boat. That's all I remember of their whole relationship is I that one. Really, that, it was yeah. a guilty pleasure. I yeah. swear to God. That's what I was saying. We should get together and watch Gigli. And Brendan was, was like, Gigli, we're not watching Gigli. <laughs> I've never seen no. it, so I don't know. It's so good. I've never seen it either. It's so bad that it's good. Right. That's what the problem it's was. Awful. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, so it's awful. awful. Like, it was so bad it's that awful. I just could not... Yeah. Myself How come no one wants to talk about the fact that A-Rod is obviously not straight? <laughs> I don't know. I always what do you that, mean? but I wasn't you don't know. No, come obviously on. Obviously, he's not Latino. <laughs> no, no, come on. Come on. Really? I don't see come it. On. You never saw it? You never had no, a hint no, of the fact that he's maybe? No, no, she's Latina, so I don't know. <laughs> no, but maybe, you know, it's a different, uh, like... But nowadays, it's such a different game because not everyone that you think is or, or is. sometimes it is so it's it's really hard like now having a wife means nothing know. having kids means nothing so honestly it's like, fair my gay guard goes off too. hard when I see I, it I, I, I do I, I'm gonna I, say I, that I, I feel that sometimes yeah. I've never seen anything like too feminine about him or anything that would make me think that he's I don't know 
But I don't follow him like that either. You know what I mean? That's I follow Jennifer more than I do A Rod. A Rod is like, yeah. oh, I went to a couple of Yankee games, but no, but he I'm goes to her freaking. Uh, he goes to her like rehearsals and like record. I don't. I don't oh, know. I don't know. I don't know. <coughs> also, uh, I, he goes to the rehearsals <coughs> and records. It all seems manufactured. They're probably that's their publicist. Are they too. engaged? Are they? Yeah. Engaged? I feel like that whole relationship is a fucking sham. I agree. Just like Nick yeah. Jonas and what's her face. Oh, don't. That's don't. a sham. That's a sham. That's right. a fucking you sham. I, I Come the, on already. Why? Wait, just wait. Hold on. When him. they were like. Someone Just have the like, baby and get rid of him already. Nick Jonas marries Priyanka, or Nick Jonas yeah, and Priyanka Chopra right. are engaged. I was like, she's giving she's the performance her of mother. her life. She's she, she looks like his mother. She's giving the performance of her Bollywood life <laughs> in this fucking relationship. Have you seen her? Every fucking clip is like, oh, I'm ravishingly in love. I'm so in love. Relaxed. It's Nick fucking Jonas, all right? Yeah. He looks like he's 12 years old. There is nothing yes. fucking hot about a little boy with a yes. beard. Stop pretending that he's so fucking cute. It's so disgusting. It like, is so disgusting. Is such a Your daughter thinks he's cute. Did you hear that? Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. you know what? Priyanka is a fucking Gandhi. But yeah, she looked forty. She looks like his, she, she looks like his mother. Yeah. Like, yeah. and everyone's like, <laughs> "How do you favorite. feel about this wedding?" And I was like, "Well, I don't feel anything about Priyanka Chopra, <laughs> and I don't that feel anything about Nick Jonas. Fuck. You know, what so she I said? don't really okay. care." She goes, "Oh, um, my whole team picks the look together." I was like, "No wonder you be looking a mess. Your whole team <laughs> decides on the look. You let the fucking hairstylist pick your clothes. What the fuck is wrong with you? If your team is not Erica Jane's, I don't want it. Yes, <laughs> Erica Jane. I love. I love. If your team Erica isn't Jane. you, you got a fucking problem. Because you know you... Erica Jane is the team. <laughs> they I just... don't know who that is. Oh, oh, oh my god. god. Oh. Wait, is this Bravo? Yes. yes. It's one of the Beverly Hills Housewives. She's like my favorite. Yes, she's the best. she is my I favorite. Like I have to tell you, I only watch Beverly Hills no, just for to her see her. Okay. because, like, her her like point of view on everything is just yeah. like black and white. Yeah. She's like X equals Y, and if you want me to feel W, line. exactly, fuck you. you. <laughs> That's it. She's like, I don't understand. And she always has the best. best Outfits, the, the, the all her outfits are always fire. Yo, you know she has to be like her. <laughs> yes, Dorit. Yo, Dorit is trying real hard. Totally. Okay, <laughs> we just totally sidetracked. Umbra's looking at us like no, but you. I don't own a but, TV. <laughs> but if you saw Erica Jane, you would love her. I know yes. it. I yes. know yes. it. You be having that Erica Jane vibe too sometimes, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, she's dude. always fresh. Always Ooh. fly. And she's always fly. on point with what she has to say. Always. 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 Nice. always. Like and always. she flies her glam, glam squad everywhere. So yeah, on the private jet. Yeah. yeah. She, she like, goes with the girls because, you know, she has to do it for the show. Yeah. But then her glam squad goes private. Exactly. Oh, my God. I love that. Okay. Yeah. She always How has the latest all this money? Okay. Oh, my <laughs> God. She's like 80. And she's a lawyer. Like He's a prominent lawyer. She used to be a cop. <laughs> but she loves him. That's amazing. But she, she has a She better son. fucking love him. Wait, 28 year old son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. But let me I love tell all you, of she this. is. I love every amazing. minute of this. And she, she is, is living the life. 
Like, fuck it. Exactly. I would be married to that. So basically, her husband, um, like, um, he finances her uh, pop star. No, she's a pop star. Yeah. She's like a gay icon. (laughs) Like, she she goes on tour and everything. Yeah. (laughs) What's her name? Erica Erica Jane. Jane. Erica Jane. You have to. Yeah. Oh, my God. How do I not know anything about this person? Oh, my God. You don't have a TV. You don't watch Bravo. You should come Do you remember when you were in Jamaica? I had my sunglasses. Like, oh, no, you bought bought a pair of just, like, the ones that I got from the same company. Okay. And then I was like, oh, my God, those are the ones Erica Jane has. Yeah, you did say something like that. Okay. <laughs> That's right. what I'm telling you. Which ones? The no peep sunglasses. Oh, the like, yeah, yes, I right? I like, uppercut the no peep. <laughs> Erica Jane has the no peep. Oh, my I God. I need to get you. the no peep. Exactly. <laughs> you remember she's coming out of the water? I'm like, yes, oh, my God, like, Erica oh Jane. God. Yo, you guys are fucking hilarious. You've got to see it. Anyway, <laughs> get back on track. <laughs> yeah, we totally saw it. I love it. So what time is it? Oh my god, it's almost eleven. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. we can wrap it if you want. Yeah, yeah. Let's wrap it. I gotta go to work. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make a new thing. Yeah, please tell us. I don't know what it's gonna be. So Anu's gonna make a new Instagram for her read clinic persona, and then you can reach her there. You can follow her. You can ask her questions. Etc. Etc. Carolina and Redley are going to do the same. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I'll put up a post about it so you can follow them. And in a few weeks, I think we'll be moving the Reed Clinic over to its own podcast space on Anchor, uh, which will also be exciting. So there's that. And uh, yeah, you want to say your goodbyes. Yeah, goodbye everybody. It's Fred. Catch you next time on the Re Clinic. Goodbye. Have a good night everyone. Well, it's nighttime here, so take care and thanks for listening. Always a pleasure, guys. Have the best night ever. Alright. I love you. It's your girl, DJ Nark. I'll see you later.